This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. Hey, EMM. We are excited to announce that we are now accepting applications for our second annual Diversity and Inclusion Award. The award is eligible to fourth-year med students identifying as underrepresented in medicine and are applying to EM residencies. We are extending three $200 awards to selected individuals following a blinded review of all applications. Applications will be accepted through the end of November, with winners being announced mid-December. Check out our website at www.emergencymedicalminute.org edi-award for all the details and to access the free application. Or you can click on the link in our show notes. Thank you. So um, this is actually a, a medical minute about a case, uh, very recent. So, you know, it seems like uh, we've kind of maybe forgotten about monkeypox for the most part. Uh, you know, we were wild, like every patient with a rash and you know, everyone was getting, you know, monkeypox alerts. But very recently had a patient who uh, on triage note seemed to have a potentially concerning story. Uh, it said blistering rash on face, genital region, uh, feels like they have the flu, kind of viral prodrome symptoms and was just, you know, put in the communal little rating room area. It's like, huh, you know, maybe this seems like something real. So the patient actually had a very good story for it of, um, you know, possible exposure and then felt like they had the flu for a couple days and then developed a rash on the face and in the genitals and very painful with some small lymph nodes. I was like, wow, that sounds a lot like monkeypox. So just to review a little bit, it is, you know, still around and it's basically presents with a rash with flu-like symptoms. And, you know, especially in people who have possible exposure, um, you know, men who have sex with men. So those are the main high-risk things. And the rash can kind of be anything, but a lot of times it's described as blisters or these kind of firm, kind of clear lesions. Uh, they are sometimes described as rubbery. And the typical distribution is face and then anogenital region. So either in the, around the rectum, or around the genitals. And the important thing is just to kind of be aware that that symptoms can be monkeypox still, and that we should probably isolate those patients, kind of the first thing, uh, so they're not exposing other patients, and protect ourselves as well. So, you know, it's probably been a long time since we put on full PPE for almost anything, but it's probably worth doing it for this, including an N95, facial covering, a gown, gloves, to avoid possible exposure. And then, you know, there's not a whole lot to do usually besides thinking about the diagnosis, sending off the test, which is a certain swab, and then deciding who might need treatment. And there is a treatment that's an antiviral. It's got a, you know, kind of complicated generic name, but TPOX is the trade name that sometimes people throw around TPOX. And people who are at risk for severe disease, like someone who's very immune suppressed or has, you know, really bad disease might get treated, started in the emergency department. And this patient actually has some eye involvement. And apparently that's also an indication for starting treatment because you can end up with vision threatening involvement of the eye, which I didn't know about until very recently with this case. Um, so something new for me to learn. And yeah, we're actually going to start treatment here. And then they get another thing is that they get a uh, very good follow up by infectious disease. Infectious disease is very happy to follow them up you know, next day and consider treatment or start continue treatment. So any questions or comments? It's kind of my first potential patient. I haven't seen any other ones. Um, any other questions or comments? All right. Thanks, guys. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division, and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. 
Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.